0: Cosplaying slurms McKenzie, Cape Crisis. Hello, Jesus! It's a podcast, guys. Man, that was buttermilk smooth. Uh, this is your host Henry Gilbert. That's H E N E R E Y G on the Twitters. I
1: play a Spider-Man sound so bad.
0: <laughs> That's right, it's me, and uh, I'm here in the place to be. I'm H E G in the place to be. <laughs> Good God!
1: And with me is. <laughs> Chris Antista, regular co-host. My name is Chris Antista, and I'm here to say mm-hmm. we need a new laptop in a major way. <laughs> and then wrapping it up on the rap
0: side mm. is Brad Alston. I concur. We desperately need a new laptop. didn't even try to rap. That was, that rap. was spoken
1: word, dog. So it, sounded like, it sounded a little bit like Lou Reed. He's a rapper, right? <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. General Rawls.
1: He's a walk on the wild side. It's the worst rapper in the universe. That's what we <laughs> have. You listened to uh,
0: Electric Sound Machine? Mirror? Sure. What's the yeah, forget it. Transformer guys. Mm. Hey, it's another episode of, I... of the comic book podcast about graphic novels and uh, sequential, sequential art, art and all that other stuff. And comic bookery. And now to start off, so. No, I'm not gonna I, I don't have a newsroom joke prepared.
1: <laughs> so
0: instead, since I was not on this week's so 100th episode... If we had a sound
1: machine, we could, we could open up with Let My Love Open the Door, of which that show had the balls <laughs> to close on.
0: Well, in the meantime... Yes, uh, no, I was yes, thinking Peter. of the Spice Girls song, Let Love Lead the Way. Yeah. No, oh, let my love... My da 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 da. Da. The thing that's seen in every hacky uh, yes. movie trailer. About a two, two young da, da, da. lovers
1: or a father and his
2: daughter.
3: You know I don't consume... Da, da,
2: da, 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 da.
3: You know I don't consume most uh, content, right? I suppose uh, so. Especially, uh, especially if you recommend it. God knows. Well, you did
0: watch Breaking Bad, though.
3: I did finish Breaking Bad.
0: You watched it in record time, I gotta it, say. No, not record time. It took me like five weeks, but I watched it Great all. It was, it, it
1: was... Well... The time it took to air the last episodes of this season. Yeah,
3: because I, I, my goal was to f- get ready for the final one, so I could what we could all get together and watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, but but I was in Japan, landing. Anyway. i in Japan, and I guess Grim and Chris decided to hate each other's guts, so yes. they didn't do it. Are we uh, in a feud? Is there a uh, feud yes. happening?
1: Grim uh, called me an ass. Fag. <laughs> and I'm like that's homophobic Yeah, Grim. you're not allowed on the show anymore and that's why it's not here mm,
0: that sounds like the reverse of what happened <laughs> I
1: don't know what you're talking
0: about uh, you know I'm about to have a shoot with you because I wasn't on this week's 100th episode of laser time
1: that was pretty neat Thank why don't Kim. you take
0: it up with the BART negotiations that kept yeah me- so, in, in lieu of Should that... We, we gave uh, every
1: every excuse why Henry couldn't be here except that. I b- believe Grim closed it one. down saying you were too much of an American Dad fan <laughs> to appear on the Simpsons episode. I do like
0: American Dad. It's fine.
3: Uh, I have no... Spe- I mean it no specific harm. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but... Since I wasn't there, mm-hmm. this whole episode is just going to be me talking in 15-minute chunks that oh. listeners can edit in to my <laughs> opinions about oh. Simpsons into that episode. Like
1: it's it. your show. Go ahead. As long as I don't have to do so it. So
0: season five
1: oh, God. starts off with one of
0: them. Dude, I already, I already rep season five. Oh, you were the season five rep? Yeah. Man, there, there what would a, I had to have to do? There is a
1: done, poll man. on LazerTimePodcast.com. Season five's in the lead. Is it? Yeah, the last I, I checked, shit, I'm telling, you,
3: I'm telling you, season five is unassailably like it has almost no
1: week episode. Season
0: four is easy. That's the my second favorite one.
1: Are we going to pretend like this is a debate? I took the I took the fall, guy, guys. Right. I I'm sorry. Stand up for the second season. Who was season four? I, I, look, to, well, tell me thing. this I don't
0: want to listen to the episode yeah. Tell me who was four no, nobody. nobody was four I so chose two Nobody was four I chose two Monorail Sure Monorail I, I think I've heard of it <laughs> Springfield With a money sign Nope that's five I I'm, have a no, passing that, familiar well, with Oh no that. that's Okay <laughs> No Last ticket to Springfield Season 4. Mm-hmm. The the Union episode. Lisa and he's braces. No, we gotta
1: tie this into Bongo Comics somehow.
0: No. Bongo Comics is something I read the first four issues of and then stopped. <laughs> but I will say, I remember now, Bongo Comics had a Radioactive Man comic. Choke.
3: That, An A-bomb.
0: It was, yeah, but it was a parody. They were all these very specific parodies of, of uh, eras of comics that I, as a Simpsons fan, who had not read many comics at that point, like they i didn't get them like there was one that like i got the jack kirby references but then when it was a whole issue that was a neil adams 1978 green arrow (laughs) references did not get those the the jokes about watchmen and dark knight returns didn't get them like but they're there they're there to discover it's a really good book and it ends so it's it yeah it was a like a six issue limited series it's like radioactive Band number one radioactive Band number sixty seven Then issue three was one hundred and thirty mm-hmm. and it's just different eras and it ends with a Todd McFarlane esque image style story
1: because it like was a BuzzFeed in, because it
0: was nineteen ninety four
1: and uh, yeah I'm gonna ignore my BuzzFeed joke yeah that's yeah. fine. Was there a point to this conversation, Henry? Or? I was talking about, You're comic, talking books. about comic books. comic I did oh, talk okay. about comic books and The Simpsons. Where uh-huh. the fuck were you? I'm, I was a paying, I wasn't paying attention.
0: What you been reading, guys? I, That's the next question. I uh,
1: picked up um, a bunch of uh, the uh, is this comicology you new. Oh, okay, I was going to
0: say these New York Comic Con Hall or no?
1: No, no, no. I had ecstatics, and I'm slowly <laughs> getting through it. It hasn't um, broke your arm yet. It yeah. is a home. It, it is just weird to sit there and have to read Indian style and you should support have like, the weight of an entire should book. should have like a
0: pedestal to keep it up
1: uh, like Yeah, an old library. I should approach some it like of, a fucking podium. Some
3: sort of deus. Yeah. Yes. Deus.
0: I like deus. Yeah. I uh, like deus. Deus X. Let's call the whole thing off. That,
1: all right. <laughs> um, uh, Comicsology had a sale on the versus, uh, Marvel Versus series. Ah. And I loved Punisher versus the Marvel Universe. I still don't know if it gets better than that. But it's a fun book. Wolverine. Well you read
0: you read Deadpool versus I did, but I I didn't
1: like I didn't know I actually didn't know there was a coherent storyline in the versus series, maybe not connected with Deadpool versus the Marvel Universe. But Wolverine versus the Marvel Universe takes place right after um, Punisher versus the Marvel oh, Universe. Huh, didn't know that. Wait, or does it? It's it's still set in some kind of zombie universe where there's a plague and uh, uh, Hulk refers to Mr. Fantastic and Hank Pym as wizards who want to take their beat. No, I'm not
0: totally... Yeah, you know what? I was thinking of Punisher kills the Marvel Universe. Oh, you know and what? Deadpool kills Marvel, Marvel Universe. But versus is different. different. Okay. Versus is different. Yeah, they're different. I'm not aware
1: of this versus.
0: No,
3: series. They just, were recently on sale. So.
1: Yeah, they were on sale and it's just because Wolver- like Punisher features heavily in that and to me when I got into comics it was Spider-Man and then all that mattered other than that really was Punisher and Wolverine. And Mm -hmm. to see... I haven't seen them interact in like 20 years. Uh, They they interact (laughs) consistently. Punisher and
0: Wolverine have an interesting... Dynamic, because they're both like murderers. But
1: but. yeah, and to me, they're like the biggest. Am I I incorrect on that? They're like the biggest '90s characters. They were massive. Okay, they got
0: big in the '90s, but they're both '70s creations. They were '70s creations (laughs) that were ascendant in the
1: '80s and reached the height of popular their popularity in the '90s. Oh, so you're saying I'm a Johnny Come Lately there too? Fine. Wait, you what was ready.
3: Punisher so big in the nineties? I felt Punisher was mostly big in the eighties.
0: Nah, well, in the in the nineties was when he had four comics at once. Mm-hmm. He had Punisher, Punisher War, War Journal, World. Punisher War Zone. Like yeah. he, yeah, that's when he had his most books. I think. Uh, he was, I, mean, and I mean, that's I was, when he was crossing over with Batman and Archie. Like I guess. That's I mean, true. it sounds.
1: It actually sounds kind of antiquated to think of Punisher having his own video game multiple times. Well, yeah, he his also started now. those video
0: game. Yeah. yeah, I guess that's true. The 90s were the time for the Punisher, like he when Image came up and was making colorful superheroes look like tools. We, we got they, a guy
1: that looks like that's...
0: We got a guy with guns and black clothes. He'll yeah. shoot him. He'll shoot people. I remember reading War Journal, but mostly only when Ghost Rider was in it. Yeah, huh. I, if War Journal was one of those books, I would only pick up when it was a crossover. They had a really or,
3: good dynamic, though, those two characters, because, I mean, Punisher's yeah. like, kill everybody who cares, whereas mm-hmm. Ghost Rider's like, oh, I'll punish them all. <laughs> Ironically, I am a... He, he is a punisher. He punishes um, a spirit of vengeance, but he would he doesn't want to like kill everyone. Mm. So it was just kind of interesting to watch them react because you would think the, the 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 burning skull demon <laughs> character is actually not as crazy as Frank Castle.
0: I can see how Ghost Rider would have the long view where he's like, "Well, they're all going to go to hell anyway." Immortal, <laughs> so, so yeah. he's got that luxury. Ultimately, <laughs> like if they live another minute or thirty years, mm. they go to hell. Yeah. So I don't. I don't care. Did you ever read the? Um, it was the Ultimate Avengers volume 2 that had a battle between Ultimate Punisher and Ultimate Ghost Rider. No. It was pretty cool because in that uh, in their fight, Punisher was a devout Catholic who in like was a true believer. And so when he got hit with the vengeance blast, it did nothing to him because it's like I feel no sin. I, I feel I've committed no sin, so you can't do anything to me. Hmm. It was an interesting face-off. Uh,
3: I mean, that's happened, I think, in the regular comics where he'll do try to do the pen and stare that's to some. Happened to some people, and yeah. they'll be like, "I don't feel any guilt," so it doesn't mm. work.
0: That happens almost too many times. Like, I mean, it does. I feel but, like each writer of Ghost Rider has yeah, to have that happen. They once.
3: want. I mean, it's the equivalent of
0: like if you you want your Joker moment, where they uh-huh. saw a villain so crazy that I did. Well, I did love those. Uh, I think it was the, in Nightfall the first time I saw it, where. Like, uh, Joker is working with Scarecrow, and then Scarecrow hits him with the, his fear toxin. Joker literally laughs it off, and then bashes him in the face with a chair. <laughs> He's like, that mm. shit don't work on me. Bam. <laughs> Bam. Yeah. <clears throat> Though I'm in just a Batman mood, guys, because... Uh, <laughs> You've been playing... Uh, what? Maybe I have been playing a game that stars Batman. That's all I'm going to say before this oh, post I- on Friday. The so, Sunsoft
3: NES Batman. Story.
0: Yeah, maybe I've been playing that. But the incoming release of uh, Arkham Origins, which I may or may not have played, I cannot say. I just don't Jesus, know. you played it. Shut the f-
1: You can say it oh, anywhere else. the front else. door. You don't have to say anything about I'm, it. Shut
0: the front door. I don't know what you're talking about, Chris. But right. what I can say is uh, I actually I did an interesting article for the website say I worked for. <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was like a reading list. It was just eleven yes, comics I did, to read before. I thought Arkham I retweeted Origins. that. I yeah. did. I did like that. And not to just I'm not doing this just to pimp the article, but it just got me. No, people but... say that I hate on DC books too mm-hmm. much here, and I think I do. But going to it's those easy eleven to do right now, going to those eleven classic Batman stories, reminded me like mm-hmm. the Batman. Why I love the Batman mm-hmm. universe, like in they. And it was. I had obvious ones on there like no, Year this, One or The Killing. Yeah, joke. Yes, so you had that but, stuff
1: in there, and you had some really deep shit that yeah. I've never even heard you mention before. I've
3: read Year One, and I think I own Killing Joke, but mm-hmm. outside of those, I don't think I.
0: Well, haven't I told you to get The Man Who Laughs? That's a really.
3: I'm good sure one. you have, but The Man Who Laughs is great. I mean, uh, I have Long Halloween and Dark Victory, and I've read them, but yeah, I, my retention for all this stuff. Those is, are totally good. Do you honestly
1: yeah. recommend people? Is, are there any? Is there any required reading before you go into it? Uh,
0: um. Well, as ha- despite having not played Arkham Origins, but mm-hmm. having watched a lot of trailers Got for it. it uh, I will say I was surprisingly accurate with some things that I put in there before I watched a lot of trailers for Arkham Origins. Mm. I can't even follow this anymore. <laughs> Look, I'm just saying, like, I suggested some things in there because I was, I mm-hmm. like, okay, here for example. Year one, I said, they have explicitly stated that Batman Arkham Origins takes place... Two years into Batman's career, so it is not an origin story like Year One is, right? But it definitely takes threads from Year sure. One, such as the antagonistic relationship going to trust between I Gordon see. and Bats, uh-huh. and uh, it's a similar deal. Like uh, I put the Killing Joke in there, not just not because there's any scenes that mirror the Killing Joke in it, or maybe there are. I don't know. Because I was I gonna say, who l- no. knows? It sounds hypothetical. But what I'm saying is. That uh, there was this awesome scene out of New York Comic Con, mm-hmm. where Troy Baker, the new joke uh, voice of the Joker, oh, who I, I doubted <clears throat> for a while, they had they the official Arkham Origins Twitter or YouTube page released a video of him reading the monologue from it, and yeah. like he he really inhabited the character he, well.
3: There. He really was doing his best Mark Hamill impression.
0: Yeah, but he's been well. Have you heard what like Roger? Avery Smith's voice, the the guy who's the new Batman, like it's mm. a, it's like a B minus oh, that's not, impression. That's not good. He does. I mean, it's it's just he does what a a career voice actor does. Like he's he's the voice of Sonic, and he's also the voice of Ezio. And like I think Ezio is his best voice, like mm. that I've heard of his. But his Batman yeah. is just like, uh, you know, if you ask a professional to imitate right. Kevin Conroy. That's what you get, and, and didn't, didn't
3: Conroy basically like leak that there's a a, a next I think gen? He, a next I gen think
0: yeah, I think he screwed up. It's one of those things where you just ask a voice actor, and yeah. he's like, "Oh, I guess they announced the game. Yeah, I'm in the game. I was just recording stuff for it." <laughs> like, that's that's my theory. I bet they announced
3: that at the VGAs. It's mm, it is the case you know,
0: because Batman I played loves Arkham the Origins. The VGAs. Arkham Origins will win an award at the VGAs, and then directly afterwards, when they accept the award, the Joker will reveal the next game. That's there what he'll is. do. I'm yeah. calling it now. Yeah.
1: Well, you've watched the video. I'm I've already so watched so the video. He's just, he just very yeah. close to marketing right now. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm telling you. You and Jeff Keighley like that. I'm oh, crossing my Me and him
3: together. go way back to like that Connect reveal, man. Yeah.
0: <laughs> You guys are standing next to each other in your jumpsuits
3: Dude, we just not, did, you we pom- just did like
1: Dorito
0: outfits we just
3: did so many high fives together I mean basically from the first Mortal Kombat movie the two dudes yelling goro at each other <laughs> that was that's me and Jeff Keighley.
0: This is getting too much about video games. Anyway, if you
3: go watch that scene, it'll be really funny. I promise.
0: One other one I uh, I wanted to suggest from that thing was that it reminded me of how much how underrated uh, Batgirl Year One and also Robin Year One were. Like Hmm. they were both they were drawn kind of in the Year One style. By uh, are those on
3: comicology?
0: I bet they are. DC has a lot of its back catalog. It does. It just it has giant gaps. I want to read those. That's true. Well, they are on Kindle on Amazon. Shut up. Um, Immediately. But it's just really cool. Like, the main, they share artists, but one of the main artists on both books is Marcos Martin, who, like, did awesome stuff on Amazing Spider-Man's big-time run. Mm-hmm. Like, if you remember the one where Spider-Man is thinking about everyone that's died around him, that was Marcos Martin who did that one. I don't he, remember that. It was the one where it's where he says, like, no one dies. It's the one where he ends with, from big time, he I, fights I, I, Massacre. Yeah. I can't remember well, he also. Oh, okay, Marcos. I'm Martin, telling you that
3: my retention for this is somehow all, like almost zero.
0: <laughs> Marcos Martin. Also I remember did the, the general art style oh, though, and it was good. It's Ditko esque, yeah. but uh, but yeah, it's it's a really good. Batgirl and Robin, Year One, as a trade paperback, are sold together. So oh, you can
3: oh, you can buy that.
0: that on this episode on LazerTimePodcast.com. So not even very. Nice. Thanks oh. for listening to the show, guys. It's the middle of the sh- no. I've Sorry. been reading. Is it time to? Yeah,
3: hey. uh, I I dug I did a deeper dive a while back. Um, this is kind of an obvious thing for most people, but that Ed Brubaker Catwoman series. Oh yeah, yeah, so that I'm, was also on my
0: list. Too, oh
3: yeah. okay, so I'm like four issues in, and it's mm-hmm. really good. It's a yeah. very it's a very brisk. I usually associate Brubaker with a little bit more dialogue and a little bit more, Mm -hmm. like,
0: scene setting, maybe? It's, well, he was writing it five years. That book he was writing, I'd say, three or four years before he started on Cap, so... Its style is a little different then. It's smaller. Okay. Because, I mean, it's definitely... You can see the beginning. I mean,
3: I don't know how... Where did Criminal and all that stuff come in? Uh, oh, that was way later. Way okay. Later.
0: That's what I figured. But Criminal is can- post Death of Captain America. Death oh, and okay. Rebirth.
3: Oh, man. All that stuff is good. Go read everything Criminal series. Uh, but, uh, yeah, reading the Catwoman series for Ed Brubaker, you can definitely see the seeds of, like, what he would do with Cap and Daredevil mm-hmm. and um, what we just say, criminal stuff. Um, but it's also... I don't know... Here's the thing I don't know is the...
0: What was
3: because they would keep referring to Catwoman has been gone and has yeah. just come back, and it sounds like there's some big DC thing that was. So
0: they were kind of stuck in a corner. So here's this tragic history of Catwoman. Is this cat. a
3: post Zero
0: Hour? Well, during hmm. Zero Post Nightfall, during the Nightfall story, which is two years before Zero Hour, yes. in the, in the mid '90s, yes, Catwoman got her own series drawn by the Purple Suit, Jim Ballant, and yeah, Purple Suit, huge kitties as big as soccer balls, yeah. I shouldn't have said Woo. the word titties.
3: Well, as a fifteen-year-old, I was a big fan of that.
0: Look, I get that. Yeah, that's and then later on, to, yeah, but and they then, were bad stories. And then later
3: on, I was like, wow, this is a, it's yeah, not it's a, gr- not a good depiction of this character. It's grotesque, almost yeah. like. And so I, I just—it's one of those moments where it hit. Looking at that art now, I step out and I'm like, wow. If I was a, if I was like a twelve-year-old girl that wanted to get into comic books, I'm like, this is my.
0: I know this I, is what's
3: representing my entire gender.
0: But they sold well, and Jim balanced like. Wanted to keep drawing her, so they they kind of let it go for about a hundred issues, almost. Wow. But then when he finally left, they're like, We've, "We we got to take a we need to step back from Catwoman and figure her out." Okay. So in the end of balance series, she was presumed dead. Batman thought she was dead. The rest of Gotham did too. There was then a, a bridge storyline called Selina's Big Score, where she's outside yes. of Gotham making deals, and she's Selina. She's not Catwoman. Uh. Then once that o- is over, and then she goes back to Gotham at the start of Brubaker's run. Okay, so that's what early two thousands. I'm guessing early two thousand, like two thousand two, yeah. three, maybe. All right. It's good. I would recommend yeah. it. It's and, on Comixology, too. So. And that's why, like, it's the opposite of what Ballant did. Like he he had her normal proportions. Yeah, like she's sexy, but she is not exploited. Yeah, she wears a costume that is s- a, a like equivalent. she zips up her. Yeah, she zips up her thing. She doesn't have her. Cleavage hanging out. No, like, well, she—it's—it's
3: yeah. it's almost a garbage bag with a zipper. Like, it's, but it's, it's functional. Like, no, it's, that's, it's the very design functional. is all about no, functionality. I mean, the whole design is very like.
0: It looks closer to. I mean. And I like the whip around her waist. I think that's yeah. Cool. Well, like the
3: animated series was a good design. Yeah, it was like yeah. it's just a gray jumpsuit with like a cat-ish face, and uh-huh. and this was just like no goggles with mm-hmm. uh, some ears. And
0: maybe. that's why that's why it. Uh, as I complained very early on, like I think it was comics and women episode of Laser Time. Once they rebooted Catwoman, like they kept sort of that costume, except she was half wearing it, and she was just like. Oh yeah, they they upped it too much. Like again, like he and then she crab she had crab
3: sex with Batman. On oh yeah, hot is stuff. Is that <laughs> no. is that still canon, or has that already been? Yeah, movie? no, that's canon. That's how canon. for how long do you think?
0: I think they're still doing it.
3: When do you? Oh, you mean, mean how long that scene ended? When um, do you think the next DC reboot? I feel like reboot? in five
0: years they'll feel like they have too much continuity. and They gotta reboot. <laughs> Flash
1: them. will slip on a banana peel <laughs> Yeah.
0: I did. I was re-reading some of my Flash uh, comics before I gave the. I turned them into half-price books. Mm-hmm. And uh, how much did you get for? Three dollars pop. Oh, I was gonna, that was a joke. Half off. No, no. You. It's much like uh, GameStop where they sell it for half, oh, and then they get you. They so you give get, you a quarter. You get at an eighth. An eighth, more like yeah. But um, dude, what, you want an eighth? Just dude? the interesting thing is that the last issue before Flashpoint, mm-hmm. the last thing that Barry Allen says in the book is like. Please just give me one more day, then we'll start all over and I promise it'll be better. Like that's the last words he says. Like And it was written by Jeff Johns, so he knew what he was saying. Like that's I like I kinda like that when you can see the meta text after the fact. I like that. Oh, I had one more I wanted to talk about too. How dare you? But you were gonna talk about stuff. So. No, I think I, I mean I'm still
3: reading uh, Battle of the Atom, which is still good. <laughs> um, I'm still surprised how much I like it. It's really and fun. It's super fun. And I'm and I just like I've been mentioning on sequential fart <laughs> Uh Again, I, it's clear it's not as funny as I think it is. I like it, but. Uh, <laughs> Uh, you got my support. I've been reading. Uh, no, I'm glad everyone. I've, I've actually got a lot of PMs from people who've given me some some clips to use. So mm-hmm. I am reading those. And uh, thank you for the suggestions because I will use them. Um, but uh, I've now moved on to I finished X-Men Volume 5 of the Marvel Masterworks. Mm-hmm. So I'm through the Dark Phoenix. And the next volume oh, wow. is actually Days of Future Past. Uh, which is really crazy to think about, like all these stories that everyone knows mm. are the same,
0: yeah. like very close they together. They did it in like, a fo- like yeah. it's, it's like going back to The Simpsons, it was like watching seasons three through six of The Simpsons, like yeah. every week, like just firing an, on all cylinders. An
3: amazing milestone episode or co- issue yeah. happens and it's like, oh, all of the Dark Phoenix that everyone keeps referencing is like three issues. Yeah, and, uh, and the Hellfire Club was right all, before yeah, that. All that like, stuff, and then that that informs so much continuity later. And then also, the Days of Future Past is like what a two parter. Yeah, and it's become this like heralded thing of like, <laughs> and oh, it was man. just
0: them going like, eh, why do we do this story? I don't know. Yeah. Like,
3: but I've, I've I'm I'm putting some space in between uh, volume five and six, and now I'm reading actually Avengers volume one because mm-hmm. I've never read those old '60s Avengers
0: comics. Jesus. Those so, are. The wasp's uh, the, characterization the wasp
3: is awful. Yeah, she, holy she crap! She is one
0: hundred percent useless. She's
3: useless and every It's on every guy. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not joking. Every line out of her mouth is about how dreamy someone is, and when she's not doing that, she's off to a fashion show.
1: Yep, talking about shoes.
3: And it's like, wow. This re- and, and no disrespect to the writer, to the male writer at the time, <laughs> yeah. but it's
1: please we do not disrespect male writers. Absolutely the not. <laughs>
3: but it really was this like. No, oh, I, I mean it really is just like I actually don't know how to write a. Well, look movie. If, the, if the cast
0: of the Mad Men was we're writing a comic, that's what it was. Like, well, yeah, I
3: mean yeah. that's and that's the thing is that, it's not Flighty one the, dames, you the, know. For um, the cast of Mad Men, yeah, yeah, that's true. Ca- but it really is this like wow, this is so antiquated and awful. Mm-hmm. um but i get why it's that way i don't like to them or like read it and go Pfft. well it's just it's like, just more like yeah. a, man i'm you know i'm glad it's not like that anymore that's all but the stories yeah. themselves are still fun and i it's just stories i heard about like the first time they see loki when you see hulk finally leave after he's tired of getting yelled at it's uh-huh. also really fun to watch this just sub sc rank Iron Man roller skate around yeah. and like let me use my transistors and there's like a, a, a scene where he's literally plugged oh, into the wall with an AC adapter, kind of charge what? up my suit.
0: And you're like, well, have you gotten to the the great issue where Captain America is like, no. all the characters you like are gone. I will now recruit Scarlet Witch, Quicksilver, and Hawkeye. Like, no. uh, and I've had a similar situation because I got the. Uh, you're getting the Masterworks. I'm buying the Omnibuses, which are the equivalent of four masterwork right, collections. and unwieldy as fuck. I bought one of those for Fantastic Four, first 40 issues, and I had the same thing where I was like, wow, look how far advanced they were. Look how, like how insane these stories were. There was one story where Namor was getting a, a long-form revenge on the Fantastic Four in issue six, and step one of his plan was to buy a movie studio. And <laughs> Like, they visit him in Hollywood, and he's like, yeah, so I pulled up some treasure and bought this movie studio. I'm making the Fantastic Four film.
1: God. But, I, I own two of those issues. <laughs> Seriously. But,
0: de- but detracting from all of that is like... And I am then playing a game where like How useless is Sue in this story And like there's one part And I'm kind of caught Like I saw Sean Baby he did a thing about this too Of how useless she's written in there But there's a part where she forgets she is invisible And is almost hit by a car There's a part where she's stalking this guy That's like a wizard A fake wizard And he's walking with his dog And the dog is acting weird And he's like this dog is acting weird Someone invisible must be watching me right over here, and he grabs her, and she's like, "I give up." She turns visible, and just—it's sad.
1: But yeah, then I see I'll, Jessica Alba doing that, bringing to life. Well, yeah,
0: Jessica Alba did encapsulate that useless, yep. useless store, especially the second movie. Oh my god! And then, uh, then also because of you, I got the Uncanny X Men Omnibus, oh, uh, which is the first three or four uh, masterworks as well. Oh, for like giant size onward. Yeah, it's pretty giant good. Size onward. It had a book I had never read before, which is one of my fucking like I loved it so much. It was the first time the new X Men meet Magneto. Oh yeah, and like when they just turn a corner, and, like Magneto's just there. He's like, "Hey, hey guys!" <laughs> and then Cyclops is like, "Oh shit, we're not ready for Magneto." Yeah. Oh man, and he
3: just kicks the shit out of him.
0: Yeah, he beat like us. Uh, phoenix is the only one that can even touch him and he still yeah. beats her too and just the way like burn is drawing him better than oh, he's yeah. ever been drawn yeah. like he looks so scary is that
3: when they he buries them in lava or yeah. is that okay yeah. yeah
0: it's so it's so awesome it's a great it's a great
3: scene so yeah those old those comics i know chris hates them because they they talk too much uh, <laughs> No,
1: it's just they, they burns art they, is never they better convey yeah. nothing they yell everything
0: <laughs> but then the trouble the one troubling thing
1: oh well then yeah, feeling so
0: not, sad well, that's Must. that's really a Move. problem when I'm reading the '60s comics because yeah, I mean it is. Well, every, that's why the X-Men ones are better in '70s every sentence ends with an exclamation point. Right. Every mm-hmm. single yeah. one. Yeah. And they're like, well, well, that makes it more exciting. Like they don't, they can't always be exclamation. They points. can
1: if they're in front of like a fucking weatherman yellow blue screen in the background, <laughs> and which is what all those comics are. No backgrounds, shitloads of dialogue. I think they're you're really
0: underestimating the art of Steve Ditko and, and Jack
1: Kirby. They they did good stuff. Fine, I'll separate the Dit and the JK. <laughs> Gene Colin did a good job too. I'm never going to disrespect Stephen
0: the Lieber or less so. Well, who who'd you just say? Burn, Burn, yeah. John Byrne. Yeah. Oh man, he's so of good. Great stuff. There, but that's the then there's that's the troubling thing in there is that after the fact, I found all these. I saw all these scenes this guy collected of Burns in Burns. Odd fixation of having underage women and oh, older yeah, men. Yeah, we talked about that. And that kind of starts with Kitty Pride. Like, Kitty Pride is. They've aged her up as yeah, time goes on, but young. as drawn by Byrne, oh, she is yeah. 14. She is super young. And she is in a relationship with Colossus. Like, she mm. dates him. <laughs> like, well, how old was is he supposed r- to be in that? Because even he's- if he's 23, like 22, ma- like he was a farm boy, but he's a strapping farm boy when he That's joins. True. That's like, true, yeah. I mean, even, either way, yeah. Even Unless nineteen, he's, yeah, it's creepy. Like, it's still pretty bad, and that's why she that, can phase
1: through their age difference.
0: That's why I read and you know why in, is love a number, Henry? In secret, you remember in Secret Wars, he meets that magic healer lady and falls in love with her, and then he breaks up with Kitty Pride when he gets back. That was there, you know, but Secret Wars happened after the fact. So in you know how the Amazing Spider-Man yeah, Secret yeah. Black Wars is like bullshit. the big change is this, yeah. X-Men's big change was when Colossus comes back, he immediately breaks up with Kitty Pryde. Because right. like, uh, the editor was just like, this is too creepy. Yeah. They're broken up. We'll explain it in Secret Wars. <laughs> like, All right, we should take a break. Yeah, let's take a break. But guys, I think you're seeing that there's a lot of great old comics in expensive omnibuses that you can buy <laughs> through the Laser Time podcast. That's why I'm suggesting, uh, and again, we do, I do go,
3: you know, I buy a lot of stuff through Comixology and the Marvels app and everything, but... This is the thing that I love doing, is going to a local comic shop, and you really should. Yes. Uh, otherwise, it will be gone. Um, they are going away as we speak. And go there, and just dig in, dig in a bit. Find some... Dig in deep and find some, like, well, I maybe when I was a kid, I was somewhat into the thing, or... Or not the thing, but thing. Yeah. Or, you know, Superman has always v- vaguely interested me, and pick up some, like, omnibus or old collection of stuff, and just kind of mentally, you know, check your, your expectations and your cynicism at the door and just mm-hmm. sit back and, like... It's almost the same mindset you go to someplace like Disneyland if you're not a yeah. Disney fan. It's like, I can still appreciate the, the, craftsmanship. Wa- the craftsmanship, the spectacle... And also imagine it was the year that this
0: came out. Put imagine, yourself back 70 years. Yeah,
3: and imagine like what it would have been like when you had so fewer options for entertainment sitting mm. in your bedroom in some in some hot summer day in 1972 and reading these X-Men mm. comics. I could be like, this would have been...
0: Or I, like, I would have been obsessed with this. Or like, what a revelation yeah. uh, fan, the first Fantastic Four would have been in 1961. Mm. Uh, or especially Spider-Man. Like, yeah, Tem- Amazing Spider-Man 1 yeah. back then. Yeah, yeah. Right. Anyway, we're taking a break. And when we're back, we're going to talk about some news. Gentlemen, welcome and ladies. Welcome to the break. This podcast break is uh, is brought to you by LaserTimePodcast.com, our host site. And, uh, you know, we just appreciate everybody who listens to the show. I really, really do. 69 episodes. Can you believe it? Were we ever so young? Were we? No. Uh, but hey, if you want to support the show with more than your ears, there's a lot of ways you can do that. Go to LasertimePodcast.com and on that homepage on the left side, you'll see a PayPal button. You can directly donate on, via PayPal. Just give us some cash and be done with it. Or you can buy a t-shirt. There's the t-shirt store right beneath the PayPal button. Buy a cool t-shirt there and give us a little bit of money. Or if you want to support us just by buying stuff on Amazon, it's almost Christmas time, guys. You want to buy stuff for Christmas for yourself, don't you? Then go there to Amazon and buy stuff, but through the links on our page. You click on those suggestions. You can buy the stuff we suggest, or you could just buy anything and if you buy through that link in that old new tab the money will come to us we'll get some we'll get some little kickback so you know do it please also if you're listening on iTunes and you're not subscribed be a subscriber and if you are a subscriber also be a reviewer i like seeing new reviews i saw a couple let's keep them uh, keep them going bros come on more reviews and now it's time for the hey corner pick of the week so you know there's that new uh, shield TV show out today or well, well whatever today any day but uh, so they recently just collected the Jim Steranko or Stercano collection of shield books uh, Nick Fury agent of shield and it's just so like hyper stylized amazing looking he only did like not 10 issues of it and then just quit forever doing interior art on comics but it's it's so good it's such a it's amazing looking stuff but the story meh story's okay but then like it's it by the last few issues you could tell he didn't even care about the story anymore like he just wanted weird pictures everywhere that's all he did so yeah it's just it's just awesome it's worth picking up they put it back in print because the shield tv show is on tv so there'll be a link to that to buy that comic and several other comics on this week's episode on laser Time, or on capecrisis.com and now with all that said back to the rest of the show Guys, we're back with episode sixty-nine. Sixty-nine. My sound
1: effects, God! You know how good a fucking spider man drop would have sounded right there.
0: I didn't plan anything for sixty-nine, mainly because Brett owned planning for sixty-nine. Do you want to with we talk radar sixty-nine back? Uh, I remember I
3: grabbed the sound effect of. 69 dudes, but is that the one where I did the 24-style countdown and it was 69 topics for one minute, or was that
0: uh, I think you you made sure it was 69 minutes long. Okay, that's what it was. That, that was, was definitely, It was there. very regimented.
3: It was something like that, and it didn't really work very well. I remember Lizzie no way, was on it, worked.
0: It. it. You got to 69 minutes on the dot. I, oh, I did. I made sure uh-huh. of that. Lizzie <laughs> was on it. She was a terrible guest. Always was. No, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, Hey, guys, there's some news. What I just read some news that upset me. What's that? Daredevil? Daredevil! Yeah. Wait, what happened to Daredevil? Daredevil's gonna be over. Mark Wade's Daredevil's gonna end at 36. Oh, no. He'll probably get another Marvel Now reboot, which I bet they'll have a good team on it, but they already got a fucking... They are the best team. Yeah, why would you get rid of Mark Wade? <sighs> because they want to give it an, be, Daredevil another shot in the arm with another number one, Is like that his ha- 18th number one he's
1: had. I read what? that earlier, and then right before I left the office, I saw a Facebook headline that said, Daredevil ends, updated one one letter and couldn't didn't have time to click <laughs> on it. Uh, well,
0: uh, I could well. So this does happen to Mark Waite sometimes, where he's doing a, a a book a lot of vocal people love, but they and then they cancel it, and then it gets uncancelled. That's what happened with his run on Fantastic Four. It got canceled, or he well it wasn't canceled so much as he was getting kicked off the book. And that's why they had that kind of. I honestly thought bullshit scene in his storyline where they met God, who was Jack Kirby, oh, and I then Jack this. Kirby erased the scar from his fa- from Reed's face, and I was like, this is "Dumb!" But he was just doing that because he was forced to wrap up storylines. Yeah. But then the next issue came, and he's still the writer because they un- they uh, they kept him on the book, and so he had to deal with that. But was that Werigno's last uh, were yeah. yeah, that was his last. One. Man, he's a great artist. I'm Ringo reading, I, was the best. I should say, not I spent a, uh, the best. But yeah,
1: our free time during New York Comic Con, trying to find Greg uh, Mark Wade's Daredevil because uh, he really wanted to find it, and we, could, we couldn't uh, fucking find it uh, in yeah. uh, Comic Con at all. Nowhere. Yeah, if only it was on uh, the iPad that he owns. Easy. He's not ready for that yet. He's been he reading was, Gotham Central there. He was, sh- but he just started reading comics. He, he, it's too much to say. Like him, the fact that he's seeking it out, I thought was more important. It's like, let's true. Find it it's true. Him. It's true.
0: So also in comic book news, like have you guys forgotten that Thor is coming? Thor the yeah, Dark World then, is coming yeah, very in like soon. Like two, two I weeks. two. I've forgotten. Two weeks. Yeah, it's I crazy. Have. Is it, it two weeks? It's November, November eight. It not it like, in the UK. It's a week early there. So those like trailers weeks.
1: have yet to move me, but.
0: Well, come on! All right, did it move you when you read the news that Joss Whedon wrote a scene for it? Like they, they flew in. This is how the, the AV it. Club yeah. reported that they flew in. Joss, they're like, uh, we need a some. The scene isn't working. Find Joss Whedon, and he just writes this new Loki scene that explains wow. that fixes the plot. Wow! And so that just shows you what keeping Joss Whedon on retainer does for Marvel. Like it's I ridiculous. hope he gets paid a lot. I, have a, I hope. I have so. a
1: feeling if he doesn't leave very soon, mm-hmm. he is going to get one of those weird, a full time position at Marvel. He should
0: be chief executive officer You're, officer of Marvel Studios. 100%. Yeah, well, one hundred percent.
1: Well, my problem
3: with that is, that he's not directing anything.
1: He can still direct uh, an Avengers every three years. Nice. Gets, no he gets, way. He gets a salary even when he's not directing things.
3: You can't be a COO of something. And then, like, let me also personally <laughs> direct this I'm, Titanic. I'm taking eight months off. Yeah, to John Lasseter did film. it,
1: friend. John Lasseter. Something uh, scope the scope of the... And then he made Cars. cars he made Cars 2. Cars two. Yeah. yeah. Lasseter, the fucking head of the company directed that. Something the scope of That's the It's not Avengers. great. I, it's pretty terrible. But it still <laughs> happened. Uh uh, but
0: yeah, so but with that movie, there's rumors. Well, not just rumors. Like the, they've confirmed a new the cap, the first real Winter Soldier cap trailer is coming very soon. It's gonna it's gonna play with Thor, but they're also just gonna release it online. I'm hopeful for that. That'd, I give a fuck about. It. And I'm also I'm also hearing uh, rumors that uh, and Days of Future Past trailer is gonna be coming soon the too. One, the
3: one I watched on YouTube already.
0: Maybe. Well, they I mean they did show. Footage at Comic Con, but I think this is going to be like a true right. cut trailer.
1: Like, I don't know. It was at the end of Wolverine that wasn't a trailer. That no, was a stinger. No, that was a stinger. But that involved Days of Future Past, right? Well, yeah,
0: yeah it's set, they basically they just should have had Xavier say like, "To be continued." To yeah. Days of Future Past. Yeah, I mean, they but, had
3: the they had the you know the Sentinels on the on the TV. They had Trask
0: up there. They but it had, was not like the full teaser trailer like you for Avengers. You right. got at the end of mm-hmm. Captain America, right? No, nothing how,
1: how like that this shit like that, everything involved with Days of Future Past, make you not immediately wish for the death of Fox Marvel films? Well, I think it's. The, I if, actually if don't we, mind it, it because yeah,
3: even it. even in the regular Marvel comic book world, the X Men are always this parallel. They're kind can- of canon. cordoned
0: off anyway. Yeah, yeah. sure. I'm, I like I like the Days of Future Past shows. They're trying a little harder. I feel yeah. like for the past five years they were not trying at all, mm-hmm. and that they were like. Let's hire back Brian Singer. Yes. Let's have a real plan for this. Let's yes. let's not make
1: a Wolverine movie because we feel like it. Right. This is the end of their plan, though. There's nothing. after No. They
0: they hired Mark Miller to make, give them a plan. They hired oh, like Mark Miller, Miller to be
1: the to be their Joss
0: Whedon. Mm-hmm. To, and, and also and like, that's
3: why I'm kind of and I'm hoping that as if let's say Days of Future Past does some decent business, mm-hmm. and then it's like it just behooves them both to like. Look, yeah, you technically don't have the rights, but we all gain something if Hugh Jackman has some weird cameo in Avengers Two. It's, yeah, it's man. a it's a five minute it's a one minute thing. It's whatever, but it's like we we goes, all gain something. From as time this.
0: goes on, I think they're all accepting more that like you can make money yeah. this way. Like. And they, I mean, they even
3: said for I mean we've mentioned this before, but the Amazing Spider Man they wanted to have Oscorp yeah. building in in. Avengers, but it was too late. So it's like, okay, well, if Sony is smart, they'll
0: just they just, just
3: put a CG Spider-Man swinging by in an establishing shot. That's all yeah. I want in Avengers too, and be like, sweet, great. It's <laughs> all I wanted, just to show uh, me this is all happening in the same place. Thank I you. Would,
0: I would lose my mind. I would
3: scream. I would literally scream at the screen. I did it enough when when Thanos showed oh, up. I like. made a, some noise that is uh, yep. un- no, it was this like guttural like undi <laughs> un. You know, you can't even name the noise. Well, I we made. didn't even know the noise we were making. We just were... Cheryl, like, I yes, think
0: turned around afterwards. And she was like, you guys... You guys like, sounded like you, you were angry. <laughs> I was like, no, I... And then everybody else in the audience was just like, why is Hellboy in this movie? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, what were we talking no, about? No, but uh, I want Thor to be good. I really do, too. I want it to I be too. Lord of the Rings. It's directed by the Which Russo brothers, who directed... is uh, terrible. Well, The Hobbit is. Lord it's, of the Rings isn't. Uh, but it's directed. No wait, sorry, I forget. Who, nobody's directing Thor. No one I've yes. heard of. That's another problem. Maybe they should have tried to get back Kenneth Branagh. But
1: uh, he's doing something. He's doing something else equally weird. Well, he's just weird in general. But like,
0: I. I mean, that's also why I'm more excited for Winter Soldier. Number one, I care more about. I love the Winter Soldier story. Yeah. And it's directed by the Russo brothers, who have never directed a film before. But they directed the paintball episodes of Community, really, and multiple other episodes yeah. of Community. Weird. That's why. See, not unlike how uh, the Marvel films like to hire actors who are B level that could go to A, but they can still pay them B level salaries. Of course, yeah. They're they're doing the same now with directors. Interesting. They're, like now that they, uh, they needed big directors the first time with their first run of movies, but now the brands are big enough. I think yeah. they're just like we can get a TV director. Sure. It's good TV directors. Yeah. Like, I bet they could hire somebody who ever did... Uh, well, actually, Edgar Wright. I'm glad they got him, too. Yeah. We talked about the Paul Rudd stuff last time, didn't we? Yeah. JGL and Paul Rudd, they're the, apparently the frontrunners for Ant-Man. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. The, yeah. yeah. And one other thing I want to talk about in our media section. Did you guys watch the... Um, the seventy-five years of Superman video that was fantastic. It was so good. That was fantastic. It was really, okay, Brett. You have. The, I'll just explain it to you and the listeners. Uh, Bruce Tim, Yay, and Zack Snyder, Boo, uh, worked together to do a CGI thing that celebrates seventy-five years of Superman. It's, that it's fantastic. Just goes through the his entire career, like. Film and comics. Just, yeah, in like four And his minutes. body is just shifting and changing to, huh. to fit with it. It's, it's great. Cl- iconic covers come to life. Moments from the film. like It It looks so The only so good. reason I didn't
1: post it on Laser Time was because Entertainment Weekly had the exclusive and it was a Bright Co player. And I will not embed yeah. the Bright <laughs> player. It, it went up
0: on YouTube a couple of days later. Did it? Yeah. Oh, man. He, he, lost, lost he fell asleep on the job.
1: Fell asleep on the job. Or was working hard at the other one. <laughs> so you did fall asleep. <laughs> feels like it I wake up and all those things I wanted to see are...
0: anyways uh, watch it guys maybe I'll embed it in this week's episode mm, since I'm right. telling you to watch it uh, uh, I just saw this
3: thing I, I yes maybe this is October 23rd this is pretty new Disney and Marvel have announced a new anime series entitled Marvel Disc Wars the Avengers can't just announce what? an anime series that will launch in Japan next year oh, what? Uh, Okay. Japan, does
0: it say the animation house or what they've worked on before
3: uh, is it Madhouse? Uh, be produced by Narimaku, Tokyo-based Toei Animation, which mm, is produced... Uh, blah 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 stuff uh, revolve around how Iron Man, Cap, Thor and the Hulk together with the help of Spider-Man and a group of teens will harness their respective fighting skills to foil Loki's scheme to take over the world Marvel Disc Wars the Avengers will target you
0: had me at group of teens <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited I'm, I'm excited to see Japan's idea of a Marvel superheroes because before now there's the art yeah it's art's alright because before when that happened, we got Sentai Spider-Man. Oh my
1: God! And then of course, in the middle is a bunch of awful anime kids. I must, I must warn you though, mm. their entertainment has not changed. I can't wait oh, for the these hot springs I can't the- wait for the
0: hot springs episode of it. <laughs> <laughs> the kids, man, the
3: kids, it's just the most.
1: Tony Stark takes everyone out for ramen.
0: Well, they don't have a hot girl to wear skimpy they clothes. Put a wasp on the team. in here, and oh, they've okay. got that. She can get naked in an episode, uh, and have someone accidentally peep on her in the shower, and then she's course, like, "Ugh!" and like kick him in the face. Kick Tony Stark in the face when he peeps on her but in the shower. Then they're
1: forced to live together.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, and and the wasp will be a bad cook, and uh, yeah. make everybody eat her cooking. Spider-Man will have a
1: pet penguin.
3: <laughs> Ah, uh, yes. So uh, there's those things. I'm looking forward to that.
0: Not really. No.
1: Uh, I mean, I'm looking I forward know. to the horrendous English dub. Yeah, that'll be pretty mm-hmm. good. Uh, it'll be I handled by not. whatever company handles all those dubs. It'll be atrocious. Even
0: if they just sub it, I could see it in the na- ending up on Hulu. Mm. Or, uh, yeah. I mean, that uh, with great. that uh, Crunchyroll, mm-hmm. they, they immediately... Their Crunchyroll a, has like a, a, officially immediately translating stuff.
1: They Yeah, and... do like... A, I like seeing flaws and things, <laughs> but it's so it happens so fast that translation, like the subtitles, uh-huh. are occasionally like, "Wow, these are because they got to beat a, the fan. That was a fan sub error. They got to yeah. beat the streamers. They, they got to
0: beat the unofficial streamers to market. That's how mm. it works, buddies. So that's uh, that's a lot of the news here. Though I did also wanted to do one quick complaint about a Marvel book, just so people can hear me complain about Marvel. Uh, oh, I read Jeff Loeb's Nova,
1: and it sucked balls is that the new one yeah
0: Yeah. the first five issues were collected unfortunately he's off the book after issue five so i am still going to give the next volume a look because i want to i like the nova powers i like the character even though it's not richard Ryder, i'm ready to give sam alexander a chance but the problem was he it was written like screenplay 101 of Mm. like this is a down-on-his-luck kid. It was like a fucking 80s film. He had a goddamn skateboard. <laughs> he was like, he's a down-on-his-luck kid from the wrong side of town. Oh, But his yes. dad, who's drunk, who's telling him stories about the Novacore.
1: turns out it's true. But the, it's now like, he's in the Novacore. His dad was a, like a shitty janitor and yeah. trashed all the time. I thought and that drunk. was interesting.
0: It goes, it's every obvious, like, like totally taken mm. out of, like, Save the Cat book. Like, Hey, where would this script go next? The moment his dad disappeared in the story, yeah. I said to myself, "The last page of this book will be revealing that his dad is alive somewhere that he can't reach his son." Well, and that was exactly what the last page was. a hole
1: blown in the wall and his dad literally disappeared? No, but
0: they like they're telling him his dad is dead, mm. and I and I knew like well he is one hundred percent not dead. The last page will show he's not dead. This I is the hacky shit they'll. I do. just
3: don't even remember. <laughs> I've proven my retention for this is very poor. But I don't even remember what ended in a way that necessitated a new Nova.
0: Richard Ryder just has a lot of baggage. They wanted a fresh start for Nova. He, and they only, does, he
3: only does if you give a shit and want to bring it in. Like he didn't like he didn't have adventures worth mm. remarking uh, oh, be, uh, until Annihilation. Well, like and just other, prior to that, with
0: the Audi Granov covers. That's uh, my other angry feeling about it, is that Jeff Loeb barely writes comics now, he's a Marvel TV and movie producer. And I think he probably said, like, we need to make Nova into a movie. So let's write a movie esque storyline that could be the Nova film and it's just all these obvious movie cliches. It's just, it was, lame. It was Wait, lame. Who were the
3: two people at the end of Was it Thanos Imperative? Was it, it Star the end of Thanos
0: Imperative. It was Star Lord and Richard Ryder. Okay. Star Lord for some reason is not dead, and Brian Bendis. I think probably he just wanted to use Star Lord, and someone told him, "Hey, he he kind of dies there." And then someone just says to him in the first couple issues of Guardians of Bendis's Guardians of the Galaxy says. They weren't you dead, he's like, long story. Right. And that's all. But in well, meanwhile, in the Nova book, like in issue three, the new Nova, Sam Alexander, says to Gamora and Rocket Raccoon, that's all. that's the only thing I liked about it, is that Rocket Raccoon, like, is a supporting player in it. Okay. But uh, he says to the both of them, like, hey wait, I can't even be Nova. There's that other Nova. What happened to him? Get him. And then they say your flippant, uh, Grimora says, like, your flippancy desecrates his sacrifice. So mm. Richard Ryder is still dead. Okay. And they know he's dead. But she also works with Star-Lord, who somehow isn't dead, even though he was in the exact same yeah, place. Yeah, they were in the same
3: situation.
0: They died together. like it was. A, it
3: Which is died. why, I, I guess I don't want to bag on Infinity already again, but I'm really not <laughs> enjoying it that much. And I'm also having trouble keeping track of all of Thanos' many doings. Yeah. Because he came back. Like, Thanos Imperative was him... No, that beaten. was his rebirth. Well, it was his rebirth, but it ended with him trapped with In Richard. the Cancerverse, dying. Yes. And then next time I remember seeing him was... Avengers Assemble. Avengers Assemble, and he's just, fuck it, I'll attack Earth. And then he gets immediately beat up. Because <laughs> well, Mendes doesn't care about
0: background stuff. And then like
3: now that. here we are with Infinity that's like... One in every thirty-seven pages of all these comic crossovers, does Thanos actually show up? Yeah, and I'm like, well, that's a Hickman
0: thing, Oh, man.
3: I'm not liking it either. It's just too big. Like, yeah, I, I, I mentioned this before, but I just, I really feel like some of the the Abnett era of the space stuff is like being completely lost on some of these mm. other writers.
0: Well, and it's at first it seemed like they were trying to copy his stuff, and but they're they're miss the Abnett landing their stuff. Yeah. But it seems like they're missing what they really did well. Yeah. And it's right. and the most
3: recent issue, they unleash the annihilation wave. And you're, and you're like, oh, wow. And then it, it just seemed like one of those total jobbing things where it's like, oh, how badass are our villains? You wow. you take the previously unstoppable thing. That's and, lame. And That's really lame. And you're like, lame. fuck
0: you guys. Come on. Like That was something in the 90s. Like It sort of bothered me a little when like say when they introduced Bane in Nightfall right. he beats the shit out Everyone. of Killer Croc yeah. first off just to be like you think Killer Croc is strong Bane's way stronger yeah, it's, but they did that way worse well, in then, Hush like Hush even. oh like, yeah yeah. And then I
3: mean Onslaught beat the shit out of Juggernaut just to yeah. be like Oh, he's so tough. It's like Well then
0: Juggernaut became the jobberist of jobbers yeah, because of did. that. Yeah. It was the uh, I believe on TV tropes they call it the Wharf effect because uh, Yes, Wharf is a great example. They, they always Wharf is set up as the tough guy, but he actually gets beat up quite a lot because it's proof yep. of how one when a Cardassian can show up and just like shove him and knock him yeah. over like that's a tough Cardassian guy. Right. Wharf fell down. Yeah, and then I mean, also in wrestling, uh, what's
3: his name? The Giant. Yeah, The uh, Giant, big the big show. Oh, no, they knocked him down. I
0: like that clip, that clip, that uh, the video that was a set of clips of Worf saying something and then Picard going, like, Deny. noted, but we're not doing
3: right, it. Right,
0: yeah, it's, it's a. <laughs> He's like, I don't trust them, sir. We should not noted but right. i'm doing what i want right. yeah it's a it's a common thing anyway the question of the week question of the week last time was lightning round mm-hmm. marvel tv series pitch him at me fast four series boom bing bang uh i'm gonna read off a few here super giraffe mm-hmm. uh one of uh, his was she hulk just ally mcbeal but was she hulk nice daredevil it'll be cheaper than a spider-man show Young Avengers, a show with superheroes and sexy teens, as is popular right now.
1: Uh, cheaper than a Spider-Man show is a pitch that would totally work mm-hmm. on an yeah. Look, you want Spider-Man? This guy's cheaper. It's yeah. Daredevil. Give him a shot.
0: I totally am behind Daredevil. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Awkward Loser, Fearless Defenders, Misty Knight, Danny Moonstar, Valkyrie, and a couple of other uh, female Marvel characters who no one has ever heard of. Star in an adaptation of the underrated comic book
1: series. You did stump me. I did like awesome that.
0: Loser. I like um, Cody Stovall has Wolverine and the Ex Men uh, and the xx Men. Mm. Wolverine X Force Assault. Wolverine Origins Two: The Origining <laughs> Wolf Taft and the Wolf Taft Stick Adventures of Wolverine. Love it. And then uh, Lucky Seven pitches Deadpool with Charlie Day in the lead role. Thank you. Pretty good. Charlie Day couldn't star in a Deadpool movie, but he could star in a Deadpool TV show. A web series. <sighs> Series and he could get small. he could get in shape like uh, Chris, Pratt. Chris Pratt from The Office of mm-hmm. uh, The Office. I'm sorry, Parks and Rec. Parks I just watched which the, is also on hiatus. I just watched the season premiere of Parks and Rec. good. And the uh, yeah, it, but him in it like yeah, it is weird to see like him without a, with all his beer weight and baby fat gone. Yeah, like, he is he's a he's a cut he, man. Can yeah. They explain it. And, well, yeah, he says he stopped drinking beer for three months. And, yeah, and somebody well. was
3: like, man, you look you look really he good. You lost a lot pounds. of
0: weight. And he's like, yeah, I just stopped drinking beer. How yeah, much beer a... were you drinking? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. At first, it was hard to take his stupid jokes because, like, you look too good. Well, that's why they, they, left in, they left him. They left him in London. Well, and he had to keep filming Guardians of the Galaxy, right. yeah, and in which he just finished filming. Uh, then we got uh, John Wahizel. Let's see. Oh, Punisher. FX or HBO? Super violent, gritty crime drama. Drama.
2: Yep.
0: And let's see one more here. Uh, um. Oh, Ma- Rod the Master, Cable, Cable and Deadpool, Cable and X-Force, yeah. and any other Cable show. If it wasn't clear, I really like Cable.
3: Someone in there, I was reading the comments uh, the other day, mentioned uh, Agents of Hate.
0: Wow. Yeah, that would be good. And
3: it's like, that's... Their powers, from what I remember reading, would be tough to do in a TV show, but like that, that's a bit that
0: works well as a show. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, it was Cody... It was, Runaway it was a Soggy Sage. I just read that one. one. Yeah. Agents of Hate. Runaways they, would be really good. But he also, Soggy Sage, points out Winter Soldier, yes. because the guy who plays him probably yep. isn't doing anything else. Yep. Winter Soldier could just segue into mm. being a cast member on the S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. show. Oh, man, I not, wish. If he doesn't get his own show. I wish. Yeah, that's... Cr- Easy to think
1: about. That could totally happen. They yeah. could
3: completely. I mean, the series for the season finale, it'll it could time out. It, there's no way they're doing this. Well, but
0: Captain America: Winter Soldier is a Shield movie. Like, it's yeah, very, it's a he's, Shield he's movie. He's a shield member and, working with
3: Shield, and it's in April. Yeah. So it's like you could time the se- could season totally finale improve. of Shield, which is in late May, mm-hmm. mid mid May, and time that so that he shows up. Yeah. Which or is it, a stretch, but or they at least got, Black Widow, maybe. Yeah. Or. Yeah. They already uh, had one really surprising cameo that I don't want to spoil if you haven't been watching the show. But
0: uh, And then one more from Soggy Sage was The Warriors 3 because mm-hmm. Zachary Levi needs to come back to TV.
1: Aww.
0: Can you believe Chuck was a show that got to be on for like six years?
1: I never saw it, but I met Zach Levi once. He, he was, was cool. a great guy.
0: I I couldn't believe how like ripped he was. Like, Wait, yeah, was he, he was one a... of The Warriors 3? Yeah, he was uh, Blondie. Or I think he is The Blond Warrior 3 in the new one. Really? I think so. Look her, look her up on the computer box. She got it right there. She's also I... Flynn and Tangled.
1: Yeah. Tangled's pretty good. Tangled's pretty great.
0: Hank, yeah. stop it. Did you uh, watch it, Henry? No. Being it's on quiet. Netflix Instant. I it's should. good. You did watch it. It's cute. I watched Room 237. That's Fuck, really good. So did good. I. That it's was amazing. So good. Room 237
1: it. is nothing but shining footage shown over and over, over again over and over in slow with motion crackpot theories from interview subjects who are attributing they think yeah they think Stanley Kubrick is a perfect god that <laughs> who everything in the film but is 100% meant to be there. if you know anything about Stanley Kubrick like literally Look, he anything, is a cra- he was a crazy meticulous, and meticulous, meticulous and and on screen that isn't there intentionally they're giving him And they're projecting... So knowing that, they get to project whatever they want. This is about the American Indians. This is about Nazis. This is about him admitting he faked the moon landing. And all of them are given credit if you know anything about Stanley Kubrick. Look,
0: I I am the biggest Kubrick fan in the world. I love him. But, like, he's not the god they treat him as. Like, he he was still human. Sometimes, if in a shot, reverse shot, that the carpet is moved around differently... (laughs) That's because he missed continuity. Yep. Like, or, or he went they were with the two his two favorite takes. Mm-hmm. That's why. Like, uh, but it, but it's so good. It's so watch great. Room Two Thirty Seven. Two
1: Thirty Seven is fantastic. I will. watch The Shining first. I've seen it, Brett.
0: I've seen it. You probably really? watched it. Uh, why I watched it as a kid because The Simpsons Treehouse of Horror had it, right. like Shining. ten minute. Yeah, The shitting. Like I got. I thought it was funny, but I got no jokes. My mom was like, watch "I think
3: it. I'd seen it before that." Oh, yeah, <laughs> I I not I Okay, guys. Um,
0: yep, oh, March yeah, 237, week. I thought the craziest guy yeah. was the one who was like, we'll, show, we'll superimpose it backwards on top of itself forwards and see how it reflects on <laughs> itself at the same time. <laughs>
3: it's,
1: it's really great. I, it ha, I
3: have been watching Who the Bleep Did I Marry on Netflix.
2: <laughs> so, yeah.
0: Well, the thing with... Uh, I think you'd also like 237 because... <laughs>
1: It's you know, really about
0: insane fans yes. and you, their you reactions. You actually have seen theories.
1: The Shining at yeah. all to yeah. see. like it, It's it's incredible that people have been able to formulate these kind of theories. And the director was, one, reclusive, and two, fucking dead, okay. and can't... He can't. He, yeah. you know, he can't exonerate himself, and he can't <laughs> deny any of this. And that did it's make, The movie it's made, made me feel really
0: bad for Shelley
1: uh, Duvall... But Shelly, every DVD since she, the, the invention of DVD Comes with a documentary She is that, tortured That shows Stanley Kubrick Like laying into her So fucking hard I love To make that, her the broken Battered wife she is In the film There's like, like that. It's an interview with Jack Nicholson It's like 20 years old And he's like Stanley and I got along Great He's <laughs> perfect Great director We're great friends It wasn't like that with Shelley And then it just cuts <laughs> to him Like you fucking bitch You can't do one thing right Again It's it's incredible incredible. She's like crying And there's a fucking Documentary camera In her face And she was olive oil Show some fucking Respect (laughs) But that's why She
0: was so good So real As the tortured wife In that film Like Okay This is totally off topic About movies I want this week's question We we talked about trailers Wait I I have a What God damn
1: it Because that can happen Anytime We're almost on Halloween Fine Yeah Scary books Okay yeah, that's good. We'll scary save the trailer
0: books. one for next week when the Winter Soldier trailer will actually be out
1: there. Scary books. What is the scariest, one uh, of the
0: scariest comic books you've ever read? It? I
1: had a notion just recently, like, I love, love, love EC, uh, <laughs> all EC stuff. And it's really hard to call it scary uh, now, but it's just that they're not available digitally. I thought that was pretty bizarre. Yeah, they're, they're
0: fun books. To look back on especially like his genre fiction at the time and being pulpy. They're
1: very pulpy and I think to some extent they hold up. I've Mm -hmm. tried to make that connection before. Like almost every single story in all of the books was adapted into a a Tales from the Crypt show. And horribly mangled. (laughs) Literally one of my favorite favorite stories as a kid was like uh, these guys going into a haunted house. It's super fucking freaky and they find their friend and he is stone. He's like he's a dead and his hair is completely white and that kind of thing was like Jesus Christ that's a tough thing for a kid to take Tales from the Crypt adaptation instead of a guy dying of fright with his hair white at the end of the book it is literally a chainsaw cheerleader Um, that's what they replaced it with and uh, all that literally weird science the book yeah the book that that title was taken from all the EC stuff, I'm such a huge fan of, and I would love, man, I really want to read some right now.
0: Boy, Weird Science, I should not have watched it again as an adult because it really, the, or the movie, the movie, the it, is profoundly it racist, down, and, yeah, uh, racist, sexist. sexist. I like that they they basically like trick those girls into fucking them, yes. and then when they realized they were tricked, the girls were like, "Hey, I still like you. You're great." Like, it but, also that, just seemed Henry, to be that, written it, by a guy who that had that is no idea how the it ending. works in real
1: life. <laughs> If you wow. can trick a girl into fucking you, she's already They'll taken the risk. They'll I, to... I convince I've had the worst experience with women. You should Jesus. never talk to me again. But they've already taken that leap. Why not give it one more try? And I am the king of the second try. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, uh, scary comic. You know. What?
3: You uh, know, I you can't have... vouch for either of these, but since I don't mm-hmm. really read a lot of scary things. Mm-hmm. Um
0: Carolyn. You're a big scaredy cat. huh? Yeah. Uh, I, that's so.
3: not big on it. Carolyn had been reading some good mangas. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, such as Uzumaki. Mm-hmm. That's a goodie. Which gets lots of play. But she also mentioned um, The Enigma of Amigara Fault. I don't remember what it's about. Hmm. So this is going to be a great story. <laughs> cool story, bro. But there it is. Uh, again, The Enigma of Amigara Fault. I, She just mentioned, like, it's not... Uh, she's not big on like graphic violence where it's like super bloody and whatever but even though Zumaki gets there occasionally Uh uh, but this was more of just like a creepy as hell scenario with just like it's just everything's weird Hmm. and it's unsettling so I mean if you want to read something wacky weird that's that's...
1: unsettling I I would also like to recommend Lock and Key yeah, because I've heard, heard that too. I haven't read. You know, it's now, not outrageously horrifying, but it's deeply, deeply unsettling and amazing. It's the art is beautiful, the story is great. Now we're
0: talking about. It, I don't think I've read that many horror books. But, yeah, I, uh,
1: comic wise, you probably read regular horror books. You, I read
0: R.L. Stine quite a lot. As yeah,
1: kid. and Stephen King. R.L. Stine, or Stephen Kodos. I didn't read <laughs> Stephen King cause it, King because it was uh, very dense. I read the original
0: Shining, but guys, Let's the. My pick is (laughs) because with my limited experience, Mm -hmm. Alan Moore's Swamp Thing. Mm. Like, it was definitely at least the first volume is definitely written as a horror book. Like, the first issue, Mm. the or the dissection of Swamp Thing Mm -hmm. issue, that could just be an EC comic. Like, it kind of pretty much is a single issue EC comic story. Like, Mm -hmm. so pick up the saga of Swamp Thing, volume one. But, uh, so go ahead, sorry. So, yeah, just on the forums for this week's episode, question number 69.
1: My fa- my favorite story Answer in Weird it. Science was um, a guy, a scientist who invented a shrinking ray. And he's like, uh-huh. it worked. It worked. Uh, bro, you're continuing to shrink. <laughs> what? I am. And then, like, he's, I'm holding you. I got you. We'll figure something out. And before he can, he disappears through a pore in his finger, <laughs> in his partner's finger and oh. it, he continues to shrink and then discover it, the Simpsons have touched upon this yeah. like worlds as he mm. keeps shrinking and he becomes he's a god he's a giant he's a man He's a midget in every single universe as he shrinks through it. And what sucks, what was that Tales from the Crypt? That was a Mork in Mindy episode. The I second think. Tales <laughs> from the Crypt show that was on HBO for a while that was hosted by a stupid sex robot? Uh, I don't know.
0: Alex. Tales from the man? Sex Dungeon? Damn it. I, no I just, remember, I remember it. the show on Showtime where it was a sex stand-up show hosted by Dom Herrera. <laughs> <You> remember that? No.
1: <laughs> sex, oh, sex I love Dom Herrera. Sex Cauldron? Man, <laughs> Nobody remembers I can sex never caldron. remember the title. It's based on an EC show. It was on HBO for yeah. like two seasons. Totally ripped off of Tales from the Crypt. And the whole show opens with that exact same sequence as I just described. Mm. And it emerges from a piece of popcorn and a family watches mm. the stupid show. I
0: read a classic uh, EC comic that it was what famous. Is EC? I don't understand. That. EC was the publisher. They published oh. Tales from the Crypt. And oh, okay, got it. They were the ones who were directly uh, targeted by... And Mad magazine, but they were directly targeted the by comics the, the code Comics Code and Wortham and all that. What was they the book, shut uh, down? What was the book about that? The, uh, oh, Tencent Plague is name of the book. No, it was a that is oh the book that Wortham wrote, Seduction of the Innocent. There it is. That's that was. But a book about that is Tencent mm-hmm. Plague. But okay. um, but yeah, EC Comics like got shut down, and the the only way Mad existed was because they made it black and white and turned it into a magazine, not a comic book. <laughs> Wow, that's how it escaped the uh, the code. But and um, remained on the cutting edge to
1: this day. No, growing up, but, Mad was pretty harsh. Had a ton of nudity and was sold on newsstands.
0: But okay, so the the EC comic was the first one to break the comics code, mm-hmm. and this was after they had been like the they would basically submit their comics to the comic code, and then they'd have entire panels just redrawn by them. Wow. So they did this one that's honestly like a very a very Obvious story That when I When I tell you the scenario You will know The ending exactly The twist ending Exactly as I said But Written in the late 1950s But taking place In the future Communist An American spaceman Lands on an Alien planet Run earth by robots <laughs> earth all along Who's earth all along No Lands on an no. alien planet Of robots And there are Gold robots And blue robots And blue robots Are treated as Second class citizens By the gold robots The star speeches. Well, but what is the twist? Keep guessing the twist as I explain it. And then the American spaceman, or the Earth spaceman, Mm. who comes from a very united Mm. race of uh, a group of people, he keeps asking, like, so are the blue robots different from you guys? They're like, well, structurally they're the same, but it's just tradition. And they just keep saying how, you know, blue robots have just been treated differently. Wow. And then the... A spaceman from Earth, who was going to was judging them whether he would welcome them into the Galactic Empire or not, mm. and he chooses not to. And then when he leaves, the spaceman—oh, I should have said—you. The spaceman is in a spacesuit the whole time, and his face is obscured. Then when the spaceman is in his sp- spacesuit by himself, lifts off, takes off the helmet. He's he is a black, black. man, yes. and a black spaceman in a 1950s comic. Mm. So it was a black and white comic, and. They sent it to the Comics Code, mm-hmm. and they redrew the page for him to be white. Jesus oh, the Comic Christ. Code removed it so he would be white, and that was when EC Comics was like, "I have had enough. You cannot change this." And they, like, they I mean, that's took like the like That's the epitome of science fiction.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. like that's the essence of science it. It fiction. wasn't
0: someone being stabbed in the eye. Right. Like, well, no, it, well, it was
3: yeah. like challenging the societal norm with a with an allegory. Yeah, to the, they, Hopefully, someone with a prejudice would read that and go, "Oh, Jesus,
0: I'm wrong." on look. Whoops, but yeah. So, he, and then they got in That was like the last comic they published because back then, if you didn't go with comics code, you didn't sell your comics. Mm-hmm. It's a fun story. Stories like that are in the ten cent plague, worth reading or listening to on Audible. Do we have an Audible ad anymore? No. Then wait to suggest. That. No, oh. just buy it through Amazon. <laughs> That'll be a suggestion down the line. Guys, we've gone over time. Uh,
3: real quick, Carolyn, I was texting about this, and she said, uh, creepy manga in general, uh, Junji Ito. Jun, Jun, Junji Ito, uh, a lot of good stuff. Son okay. of Judge
1: Ito. I am oh, on top man. of this commentary. You are, you <laughs> uh, are Jay Leno
0: in 1995. Right did you hear there, about yeah? this? Did you hear Did you see this? <laughs> did you see this? <laughs> in the news today. I was surprised he wasn't in Superstar Limo. Why wasn't he? What the hell is that? I never. Didn't you see Brett tweeted it to you, man?
1: I, didn't, I haven't looked at Twitter in days. It was, Superstar
3: Limo it was Saturday. It was a Disneyland ride that was immediately gutted and turned into the Monsters Inc. ride that also sucks. Oh. California Adventure. Oh yes, Superstar I did see Limo. That. One of the worst things it I've was ever disgusting. watched. Disgusting. It was awful.
0: How could the Imagineers Drew ever make that? Real. Here's Regis Philbin. Is like, that your final answer? That, How could they think that? And was it was good? terrible.
3: Like there's no like the animatronics are like non-existent. It's, it, it's awful. It's like
0: Walt Disney would have cut his own throat rather than ride that ride. No. Plugs. Plugs. I'm
1: gonna get wow. some for my hair. Uh, uh, synchronized, laser time. synchronized sighing. <laughs> laser time celebrated its hundredth episode. Um, I yeah, since, you should. This should be a happy occasion. I sincerely thanked everybody. I feel like fucking enough. <laughs> Uh, so, the last except, episode. Except, Henry, I didn't get fine. to thank you personally. Oh, thank thanks. you for all of your contributions to Lace Fan. Brett, I thought I thanked you in the break. Uh, oh, I, I, know I guess it's... I never did it in person. No. So, shut up. Um, but, Henry, yes, thank hey, you very much no. for uh, doing all this stuff with us.
3: You heard it here, guys. Now, if you guys can convince Henry to come over to my house on Halloween, that mm-hmm. would be really great. <sighs> Tweet at me at H E N E R E Y G. <laughs> and follow
1: I'm... Brett on whatever just so you can see the costume that.
3: I am preparing a ridiculous costume Ish. that I hope will pan out in a way that will be remembered for it, years. It
1: can't not be worth gawking at.
3: It'll <laughs> it'll either be an amazing like wow that actually worked or a horrendous train or wreck or a
1: Mike Grimm uh, and Jemima train <laughs> <Mr>. wreck. <laughs> what? Be, it was a story I Mike Grimm that. told on. A, all right. Did he tell it on a recent? He told it, it on an episode and refused to ever show the picture. Okay. <laughs> well. All right. Uh, good. Did we air that? Yes. Okay.
3: <laughs> well, until next time, guys. Hey, BGEmpire.com,
0: oh. a game music podcast. Sometimes you don't advertise that, so I wasn't sure. com game music podcast. We just wrapped
3: up Rocktober. Rocktober! Rocktober. Uh, all Final Fantasy episodes we did. It was Overworlds, and then it was Battle Music, and then it was Specific Towns and Locations, and then it ended with Airships, and then there's a 20-minute Chocobo Rodeo at the end of it.
1: I know what your fifth episode should be because October's five weeks. Oh, DLC. Why did stop you it. fucking have to even say
3: that? No. DLC. Uh, no. I'll, I'll address that actually. Uh, last year's Rocktober also had five weeks in it, and I only did four episodes then. Mm-hmm. And apparently, almost either no one or very few ever pointed it out. Look, Rocktober is about getting double episodes. Yes, you're getting four instead of two,
1: and it'll be uh, Halloween at that point. Go have fun. Yeah. <laughs> Go kiss a ghost. Or listen to Laser Time. Yeah. Uh, VG,
3: uh, yeah, but VG Empire.com. And then uh, we'll be back, uh, going back every two weeks, but there's 57 episodes to catch up on. Uh, if there's a game that you like,
0: there's a good chance we've touched on it or will in the future. Alright, so until next time, guys, XX Celsior!